Make a decision and then make it become the right decision. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Hello. That advice was offered to me by a business partner I had a long time ago. He was a sportsman. And he taught me how to play really well in games like tennis or football. You have to, and I'm not a great sports person myself, so you have to commit to the shot or the move that you're going to make. And you commit fully, and then you make it the best shot that you could take. Now, he captained his country in rugby, and so I think he probably knew what he was talking about. And obviously he learned the hard way that when you don't do that, you really pay the penalty for indecisiveness. And even me as a non-sports person, I can watch a a good game of tennis on, on television and I can see when someone dithers, when they're not able to just decide which way they're going to go, they end up losing for sure. So make a decision and then make it the right decision. And this week in our series on prioritization, I want to explore with you how for many of us, certain areas of our lives or certain topics at work, we tend to avoid making a choice and we try to keep all options open. And in the end, of course, this results in nothing being done really well or nothing being done to its peak, because I think we all try to do as well as we possibly can, even when we're doing way too much. And perhaps as well, there's an opportunity that's lost because we're not focused and we're not fully committed and we're tied up in so many other things. And that kind of opportunity cost, of course, is is invisible to us. And so we don't really take that into account as we think these things through. Now, my mother used to hang on to things. She would keep little bits of this or that and she'd put them away in a drawer. And she would say, you never know, Carolyn, we might need this one day, and then I'll regret it if I've thrown it out. So things piled up and piled up and piled up. Now, I wonder whether you ever get a sense of anxiety when you look, for example, at home, at your wardrobe or your shed or some other cluttered space, and you kind of know that you should start getting things out of there, taking them to charity or throwing them in a bin or something. And yet there's a part of you, and I know I feel this, that wants to hold on to something. And the same thought goes through my mind. What if I throw it out? And then I discovered that I actually needed it. So then I would have made a mistake. And that's what I want to avoid doing. And so I'll hold it and hold it. Now, It's one thing when we're talking about a wardrobe of clothes, but what if we were talking about the 500 IT projects that no one wants to stop because they're afraid that they might have to admit they made a mistake in starting it 
or that they stop it and then it turns out that it was important. Or the clients that you keep on courting even though they've shown no interest in buying from you for two years. Or maybe the products in the tail of your product mix that very few people buy but you never quite want to cull, you never quite want to stop. Because they all might come good one day, mightn't they? You know how we all think about that. And then we go, what if I cut them out and then it proves to be a mistake? Or what if by cutting them out, I admit that it was a mistake in the first place? You know, I never should have started that project. I never should have bought that outfit. I never should have hired that person. I keep them on and I keep them on. Because we don't want to prioritise what we know really are the better options. What if I take this path and then I later discover the other path would have been more beneficial? What then? Oh my, I would have made a mistake. Time's going to prove me wrong. So we hang on. Or at least I know I do sometimes and I imagine maybe you do too. I certainly see a lot of it in the organisations I work in. And we keep too much running. We don't prioritise. And then we suffer the impact of not fully committing to one course of action. And what I like about this idea is the link for me between full commitment and prioritization. Because if the fear of making a mistake or making the wrong call is another reason why prioritization is hard, because it involves making a judgment, we call it a judgment call. And having good judgment is something I think we all care about. We want to have good judgment. So if we're concerned that we might not judge it right, we don't judge it at all. And then prioritisation disappears and we keep too many options open. Now, of course, what we miss is the space, the spaciousness, actually, that is created when we cut some things out. And when we miss out on that, we may actually miss something that is a greater loss. Because the act of making that judgment call gives you the space to then make the decision that you did make the right decision. And often you can cause it by right just by giving it your full attention. Now that's not always true. Sometimes we do prioritise something and it doesn't work out. But I've found over many years that the pursuit the clear pursuit of a really prioritised strategy will produce much better results than trying to keep all options open. And I'm not just talking corporate strategy here, I'm talking the strategy of how you manage your day or um, what projects you choose to take on or whatever. So here are some exercises that you could try to practice that and see if it works for you. And see if it works for your team too, if you want to involve them. And what I suggest you do is start small and then gradually build up the habit of making choices and prioritising clearly. So part one is to take one activity out of your routine altogether. So one type of meeting, one report that you normally read perhaps one client or a category of client that you will no longer respond to or approach or invest in, one project that you'll stop. So take one thing out and feel your anxiety. 
remember what I said my mother said, but what if I need it? What if I've thrown it away? What if I've made the wrong call? And if the anxiety is too big, then start with something smaller, but be as bold as you can. And you'll find that the more you practice doing this, the more habitual it becomes, the less anxious you will be about taking something out. So then you can stretch yourself a bit further until it just does become a habit and you can make judgment calls all the time about what things to prioritize, what paths to choose. So that's part one. And then part two of the exercise is the counter to that, which is to actively choose and commit to the other set of priorities. So select a project or select a colleague or select a client or an opportunity and really give it some good attention. Choose it using your best judgment and then make that choice, the right choice, by committing, by committing your best efforts to it and by giving it your true attention. And prioritization, I find using this technique, becomes a process of making judgment calls and following them through with that full commitment. Sometimes they won't bear fruit. And the point at which you decide that that is the case, again, is a judgment call. Then let them go thoroughly, not half-heartedly, but really. And then go and look for a new choice and a new commitment. So what this technique does is it improves your mastery of that prioritization skill the skill of being able to trust your own judgment rather than holding back for fear of making a mistake. And it produces powerful benefits because you increase your confidence in your judgment to make those calls. And as you make more calls and give them more attention and recover quickly when you do get it wrong, you reap the benefits of making a judgment call and then giving it your attention to make it the best one. So wish you well with that. Look forward to seeing you on my next podcast where we can explore one last element of prioritization. Bye for now.